0: Welcome on in to High School Hysteria here on ESPN 106.3. I am back in the seat, Chris Coquel, after a short little vacation. Thank you. It's the incomparable <laughs> Brian Rowe. It's for filling in while I was gone with me today. Hello. What's going on? What? Who is that for- Well, it's not Brian Rowitz. (laughs) It is (laughs) not Brian Rowitz. Those of you who followed Oxbridge or who watched WPTV.
1: Tyree Smith, hello. The great uh, Tyree Smith.
0: I'm trying to (laughs) stop. I was trying to do the pregnant pause and build up the tension before I gave your name, and then you gave your name out anyway, uh, uh, Tyree. I'm trying to build you up. I didn't I didn't follow that lead. That was that was my apology. The way I have to carry that guy, Ken Lavica, twelve to one. Oh my gosh. On your back. Your Ken back Le- must be sore. Ken Lavica live. <laughs> again. I was trying to build you up, but thank you for joining us. Tyree Tyree, who played football in the area, and again is one of our anchors on WPTV, ESPN 1063 on WPTV and Fox twenty nine news. Fox twenty nine news. There you go. Again, every time Brian gets mad at me. Partners get mad at me. Stacey Stephanie gets mad at me. Why Stacy gets mad at me? (laughs) It's it's, it's, It's it's okay. okay. It's okay. That's
1: why I'm here to help to to provide the secondhand information.
0: (laughs) I'm happy to have you in. You're someone who I watched play because I covered those Oxbridge teams with Coach Sochi, who's now the head coach at Kaiser University closely. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a former coach in the area as well, but also just watching your career grow here with this company. I mean, how long have you been active with this company now?
1: Um I started the 4th, the 4th of January. Um most will, people would just
0: say the, the new year. Oh, uh, yeah, you can say Th- that. That works, too He said, "But I like to give specific details. Maybe someone wants to know the details." I'm all about dazzling details. I don't know if knowing it's the 4th or the 5th is
1: really going to win people over. Nah, probably not, but you know, at least I I I tried to give them more information.
0: So you got here in January. Uh, mm-hmm. How you been? How you feeling now? Because you know you're halfway through the year already. I realized the other day someone asked me when I came back because I came back in November. Mm. I was like, oh, it's been like three months. And I was like, wait a minute, let me count these months. <laughs> time kind of stopped existing with the pandemic that I That's don't true. really know how to count time anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been a while. You, you've been here over a half a year now. You're in the set. You're in the back nine of the year. Ah, uh, but it's like home. It's home. It,
1: it, you know, just getting familiar with the street signs again. Uh, getting in contact with old coaches, uh, you know, so- Socia. he's, uh, he's always a character to be around. Coach uh,
0: Doug, Sosha Kaiser <laughs> university, yeah. formerly at Oxbridge and American heritage Del Ray.
1: Yeah. Good, good, good meeting. Up, what, back up what's him. been
0: your favorite part? I and mean, the reason I'm so excited about having Tyree on the show is that he covers a lot of these high school sports that are going on. If you go to mm-hmm. our, our at ESPN top 63 page, all the stuff you guys love that I take credit for because I'm hosting this show <laughs> is done by our TV team. Like that's what's getting everybody interested. Because you guys were at every sport this spring. Yeah. Like everywhere. You guys were everywhere. Mm. What was your favorite part about being back in Palm Beach County and covering local sports?
1: You know, it was I didn't get to I, I, I didn't get the chance to fully experience um spring football in the area a little bit. Um, I would say it's the uh, the atmosphere. It was like when I was playing, it was always electric, no matter what sport it was. Volleyball. The whole football team would come in for the volleyball um, championship games. Or it was um, basketball. Or it was water polo. Water polo was fierce this year. (laughs) I'm going to say that. Really? Yeah, it was fierce. Boca. They didn't play any games now. All right, they did not play. They was there to win. Boca Raton High School. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was. It was exactly. It made me feel like I was in high school again. I had those those butterfly moments back when. Not obviously not such butterfly moments when I was playing on the field, but still like looking at the crowd, hearing the roars, no matter what type of um, sport it was. Lacrosse too. Lacrosse big in the area. That that made me feel like, yeah,
0: I'm back in Palm Beach County. i missed you guys. How much has lacrosse grown since you've been gone? Because it only really started getting big down here right when I moved down here mm-hmm. around 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. It was here like the year or two before, but like that's when it started to really pick up. Because mm-hmm. where I grew up in Long Island is one of the hot spots for lacrosse. You think of Long Island, you think of Maryland. Yeah, Those are the Maryland, hot spots. Yeah. But Florida is slowly becoming one of those spots because we have the best athletes and I even said it about the game. Mm-hmm. As soon as everyone starts figuring out about lacrosse, it's going to get taken over. <laughs> it's going to get taken <laughs>
1: over down here.
0: It is. It's
1: um it's crazy to see the the similarities with lacrosse and then football and how much running you do, the cutting, the drills, they're all very similar and when you watch it now, you you see the growth, the development, the the fan reaction the the interaction and how ma- how many people are starting to care about it more the more camps you know foot um, palm beach county always has a bunch of maybe football camps or seven on seven camps and basketball camps but you're starting to see a lot more lacrosse camps develop and form and continue to become a bigger thing in palm beach county just because athletes are starting to realize lacrosse is lacrosse is kind of dope we can do this
0: Not only is it dope, but I'm going to go racial lines here. mm -hmm. I'm a white man. Mm -hmm. You're a black man. Yes. Okay. Just for people who didn't know that. In case you didn't know, I just want to inform (laughs) you that you are in case you weren't sure. But lacrosse has been throughout history a predominantly white sport. Mm -hmm. And as soon as more black kids and more athletes and you get exposure to the game, Mm -hmm. the game's going to change. Sadly, growing up, like watching the Celtics, it was a white team. You know what I mean? Like The game has changed. There's more athletes in the game and more black kids in the game. The game got faster and the game got better. The game got more exciting. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen to lacrosse. They they can try to keep it out of there, and you see a lot of sports like soccer. They make these AAU tournaments so ridiculously priced, and then we wonder why kids aren't playing, and lacrosse can do some of the things. Eventually, someone's going to get into those communities, and that Mm -hmm. game will change itself. If you look at the
1: high school teams from when I played, um, and then to what it is now, you will see a a, a lot more diversity on those squads. Um, Hispanic, African American, the lacrosse,
0: the lacrosse games too, or oh,
1: oh, oh, and the and, and the stands, most definitely, most definitely. Coaches, uh, they're working on that.
0: But again, that's going to be a generational thing, I would think, because as more mm. kids play, they can grow up to become coaches.
1: And I was talking about this actually. Um, before with them, um, a few former athletes, they all talked about if I really paid attention and wanted to, I could have did lacrosse. I could have played lacrosse, not did. That's not grammar, uh, proper grammar. My mom would not like that. We'll correct <laughs> you in a air check after the show. Just ah! keep just keep rolling. There you go. <laughs> it was more. It's more of we now they have the ability, and they're like they're seeing the sport grow, and they're like I think I can do that. So especially um, when I was playing at Oxbridge um playing football at Oxbridge, we didn't have a lot of um, diversity on the lacrosse team. Um but there was there was yeah, there was um one um Terrell Seabrooks, um Oxbridge alum now. He just graduated from Princeton and then he'll be going to Harvard um I believe for grad school. Yeah. Smart guy. He he very nice. Yeah. He was one of the um few black kids on the team and he was very good. Very good. Starter all four years. And we looked at that and we were like, we could probably play lacrosse.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think, I think eventually the game will change a little bit mm-hmm. and it'll be better for the sport Almost and the popularity definitely. will grow. We, I mean, the more diverse things get that despite a, a portion of the country trying to fight against it, mm-hmm. the better things get just look at our station here. We had a you know, peel back the curtain. We had a big team meeting and diversity, not just in skin color, but just in ways people grew up and different, Yeah. Opportunities. People had to get like, it's a million different people, but I think we all became better today because we shared different stories. If we were all cookie cutters from the same story, our team building day isn't as effective.
1: It wouldn't have been as diverse. We wouldn't have learned as much because we'd be hearing the
0: same stuff. And then you think, you know, it all because you're like, all right, well, we all think this, this is point instead. We're like, whoa, that happened to you. Or sometimes someone who Mm -hmm. doesn't look anything like you, you're like, oh, wait a minute. You had a lot of the same things going on as a kid as I did. And I wouldn't have known Mm -hmm. that. And I think that's where the diversity in these sports will help, like lacrosse. And I'm glad to see it changing because oh, the changing of that right. landscape is huge. There's another landscape that's changing right now that's in all of sports, and that's with athletes and players being able to get paid at the collegiate level mm-hmm. with the name, image, and likeness. You've probably heard about it. the NILs in college. They, they're able to get paid. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. It's always problem. When the pros get paid, the college kids start getting paid under the table. The bag man comes and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you, you see people like Reggie Bush losing his Heisman. You and see his things, records, yeah. You see things like that. But now if college kids are getting it, I worry about the trickle down to the high school kids. Are they gonna get themselves in trouble? How is that how is that gonna affect? Will there eventually be a time when name, image, and likeness for high school is allowed? Mm-hmm. Is that something that can happen? That's where I'm interested to see where this goes. Yes, it's in college now, and it's going to be very interesting couple of years to see how this all formulates and plays out because there's a lot of shifty people out there who will try to take advantage of college kids mm. because they're kids. I know exactly. we look at them like grown men, but they're 19 year old kids half the time. Yeah, they're it, kids.
1: It's a uh, it's an interesting it's interesting to think about how big these high school athletes are becoming, and they have become before. But now, just with social media, you're starting to actually see that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I saw the other day, and you can join this conversation. By the way, Eight 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 seven six oh three seven seven six. You can tweet at me at Real K. Tweet at the station at ESPN West Palmer. Tweet at Tyree at Tyree Smith TV. I love that TV. I got to somehow get on TV just one time <laughs> so I can throw in the TV. Although I did call a couple games on TV football games. Ooh. but for another place, <laughs> we won't uh, talk about that so much. But I was on TV calling games. So. I might switch it to Real Coach KTV. There we go. We
1: might, we'll might. we we'll interview you. We'll get you on WPTV. Fox 29 News. There you go.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I'm on the news, it's going to be for bad reasons, so I'm going to avoid that. <laughs> I don't know if I have <laughs> enough going on for reasons to be on the news. If you guys get the call like, hey, should we do a story on Coquel? I'm worried that that may not be the idea. <sighs> we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back. Let's finish it. We have, we have an interview with Jacoby Brissett. Ken Lavica did an interview with him. Dwyer alum. He's with the Dolphins. Let's hold that off for later. Let's talk about this name, image, and likeness. And again, join the conversation, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Should high school kids be allowed to make money off their name, image, and likeness? Quick break. We'll be right back right here on ESPN 106.3. Welcome back into high school hysteria with me, Chris Coquel at Real Coach K. And with me this week, and hopefully in future weeks too, is Tyree Smith at Tyree Smith TV. Because he's a (laughs) TV star. (laughs) Again, he's a local guy, gone big time on us on TV. He went to Oxbridge and played for coach Doug Sosha, who is now the head coach at Kaiser university and man oh man are they doing big things at Kaiser university the 2021 season has wrapped up and no one experienced more dominance in the Palm Beach sports world than the Kaiser Seahawks listen to these numbers three three Tyree NAIA national national championships not, not, not conference championships national championships mm-hmm. women's golf demolished it by 19 strokes in the finals. Again, the British Open going on. You'll hear, or excuse me, the Open Championship going go. on. You'll hear leaderboards from us in a little bit. Seven Final Four appearances, including the Seahawks football team making their first ever run to the Final Four under Coach Doug Sosha. And student-athletes dominating the classroom as well. Over 100 academic all-conference honorees and over 200 student-athletes had a 4.0 GPA. Football, baseball, golf, swimming, tennis, wrestling, and 20 other squads. The Kaiser Seahawks have it all. Get the latest on Seahawks athletics, kaiserseahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. High school hysteria, Chris Coquel, Tyree Smith. We're talking name, image, and Likeness. Now, Tyree, I'm going to ask you this. And if you want to join the conversation, 888 760 3776. We're talking about whether high school athletes should be able to get paid for being stars. They have an Arch Manning right now. The man, <laughs> like, how much money could he make in whatever what is he in 11th grade at this point or 10th grade is one or the other. Top quarterback. He's Cooper's son. He's not Eli or Peyton's son, but he's part of that Manning bloodline. Mm-hmm. And he's probably the top quarterback prospect out there right now. He could be making a killing. Should they be able to make Money in high school. Oh, most deaf, most deaf. You don't deaf. think it'll cause problems? Here's the thing, and it's the th- and
1: it's the same thing with college. You high school sports take up a lot more time than people realize to prepare for the games, to practices, consistent. So I can give you a quick schedule. You you wake up, you're in school like, like eight a.m. Then you have school all day. Then you go right to practice two and a half
0: hours. Well, first at Oxbridge, you guys got like massages and the chef came in <laughs> and everything else, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I wish. I wish. Sosha did not.
0: Definitely didn't allow that
1: one. A massage was like a, a five-mile run. But <laughs> I'll massage your feet it, on this pavement. It, it, Yo. it, there you go. You get it. You get it. It was – it's so – the schedule is so tight and to have time for – the other things, mm-hmm. such as trying to work a part-time job at like Chick- Chick-fil-A or a little restaurant or something like that, you know, it's
0: it's it's not Great spot ideal. to work. Duffy's who's hiring right now. That would be a great spot to work if someone needed the job. That would be a great They're spot. They're hiring right now. Make sure you go to their website and
1: check it out. But it's about the time and time management for a high school athlete, and sometimes that's not always available for them. So in order to make a little bit of money – they can make money off of their name, depending on how big they are and depend on, you know, recruiting and all sorts like that. How big their name gets and how much money they can get. That would be a fantastic way for high school athletes to continue to do what they'd have to do academically and athletically and still make a little bit of money. I don't see a problem with that. I don't see a problem. Coach, do you see
0: a problem? Here's where the problem comes in, right? hmm So I'm going to tell you where the problem comes in. Mm-hmm. You're at a Palm Beach Lakes. Okay. You're at a Boca Raton.
1: Okay.
0: I'm at private school Water Jug because this is Water Jug for me. Water Jug High School, right? Private water. school got all of the facilities. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want your son to come here. We're gonna say it's for name imaging likeness to wear this shirt that mm-hmm. we have for Water Jug Company, mm-hmm. but really we're just dropping off the bag to pay for your electric bill, pay for your water bill. And throw $200 cash in your pocket each week. Mm. Do you have a problem with that? And you don't know me. I'm just a guy in the street who who loves high school football. You mm. don't really. I'm not family. I'm not some trusted person, you know. But I tell you, if you come over to Woodridge Jug University, electric bill paid, water bill paid, cell phone paid, 200 bucks cash. So you mean the underlying. How much under- easier would it be to get kids? I mean, recruiting goes on constantly right now, but. How much easier would it be get, uh, to get kids to pay them to go to different places at that point? Universities. If if I'm University of Miami, who you can hear all their games right here on ESPN 106.3, and I can do that to high school kids, I'm making sure every company that's one of our partners is at Arch Manning's house saying, hey, mm-hmm. I'm offering you a million dollars now because he's that valuable.
1: You make a lot of sense, Coach. You make a lot of sense. But let me coach you up for a second. Okay. All right, let, let, let me get you on this one. Okay. Having the ability for these kids to make money off of their athletic skill while not drifting too much from their schedule saves them from getting into trouble that could damage their athletic career because they don't have the money. So, having being able to make money without really doing much more than what you're skilled with or what you have at that time because of times management and stuff saves athletes who get in trouble before having an opportunity to go to college. What you kind of tra- that out of- Are you
0: talking about like selling drugs or yes. stealing cell phones yes, or just other things you can do to make money? Selling snacks in, in, in school when you're not supposed to do that? A lot of kids have that hustle. I, I- <laughs> All right, a little behind the scenes. Hopefully no administrators are <laughs> listening from when I was teaching. I used to let kids run that hustle in my classroom all the time because I was like, good for you. Get yours. But, see, I'm, exactly. but, but, but I'm, I'm a bad guy. You're not a bad guy. Yeah, they did because they would have to pay me off of the bag of Cheez-Its on the, for free to be able to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing free in this world. Yeah. I, but I, I, I was teaching them a lesson, Tyree. You Nothing were, is free in this world. You yeah. want to sell in my classroom, I need some Cheez-Its. But you see, you're, you're a man for the people. You're a man of as the people. Because I got my Cheez Its, I am. That's I don't know why cheez is. Because they're the best snack ever. We're not having that discussion. And then, honestly, if the people at Cheez Its want to be endorsed by me, and I think this is illegal what I'm doing, but they can just pay me. Like, I will be the voice of cheez. I, you don't even have to pay me in in money. Pay me in Cheez Its. Uh, I think the best snacks is the mozzarella sticks at Duffy's. <laughs> or the giant pretzel. That, All right, there there you, you go. There you go. Everyone
1: loves those. Or you can Evan go to, you can to Stormhouse Brewery. They got a full menu as well. There you go. I don't think high school kids could do that, though.
0: Oh, no. It's a sports bar and a family. It's got a family. It's got a kids menu. It's got everything at Stormout. So, now that we've covered all our <laughs> partners here, but I'm just saying, like, I get what you're saying, though. If if you give let kids make money that they deserve, mm-hmm. then, because people want to pay them, mm-hmm. then why not, rather than them having to make money illegally? Because if someone is well-off, they don't have to worry about those things, and that gives them another leg up, where this leg up it's, it can almost even the playing field, I guess.
1: Correct. And being in and you understand this, too, because you've coached for so long in Palm Beach County. These kids all talk about how they want to go D1 or how they're training on Saturday, or how they're doing this and doing that, because what they only believe in is their athletic skill, which is not the only way to be successful in life. Not the only way at all. Yep. I, I didn't go D1. I didn't, I didn't go D1, but I'm working with an incredible company now, you know, so it's not the only way. But sometimes that's all these kids see. So for them to train so hard and work so hard in that sport and then to be able to make money off of it, it gives them more, it gives them better encouragement. It gives them hope. Like, okay, I can do this and I don't have to go a bad route that that won't be as beneficial to me in the future. All they got to do is keep on training and keep on working on themselves. So I feel like that can honestly... The good outweighs the bad, and I I understand exactly what you're saying about the bad, but I think the good outweighs the bad. You're saving a lot of kids here from terrible circumstances that they could put themselves in.
0: And I appreciate you being as honest and open about it, and that's why you're one of the trusted voices here on High School Hysteria, and the trusted voice is brought to you by
2: TrustBridge. The trusted voice on High School Hysteria is brought to you by TrustBridge Health. TrustBridge Health Seastar Program provides grief support to children and teens throughout our community. Visit TrustBridgeHealth.com for more information. So
0: make sure you go get with TrustBridge. They are there for our kids. They have a great youth program as well. One last thing I want to say about this, then we're going to take a quick break.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: High school kids, make sure you're hearing this now. You are not allowed to do it now. You are not allowed to... Sell your name, image, and likeness right now. If caught, you are suspended a year. I had to help a kid out because I was going through the top kids in the area like I do every year, prepping for the season, and he had a company reach out to them, and he had a, an, an IL deal with them, which if FHSAA found out about it, they were done. So I made sure I DM the kid, and I informed him. He took it down. I also got on the company, and I and I basically was fighting with some company in another state that was... Going after kids in Florida and fighting with them until I finally got them to take it down at one in the morning the other night. Because they were those kids, if they quit, there's no the rules there. There's yeah. no, oh, I'm sorry I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I could say it now because I made sure all the stuff is down. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. right. And this isn't me patting me at, myself on the back. I just want people to know it's real. Like if I didn't mm-hmm. wasn't able to get through, that company couldn't be like, who are you? You know what I mean? You're exactly. just Ken Lavica's sidekick twelve to one on ESPN one oh six three, Coquel. Who are you? I don't need to listen to you. But luckily they did, so be careful out there because the businesses and the people who are offering you stuff, get your parents, get your coaches, even get a counselor at school who's not involved in athletics to look over any kind of deal that tries to get struck up with you right now and just know that you will lose eligibility, so be very careful. We're going to be very careful to make sure that we come right back. Midterm exam, Tyree comes in, and all of a sudden he's giving me a test. He's got a test for me, so we're going to do that next right here on ESPN 106.3. We have reached the halfway point of high school hysteria on ESPN West Palm. Clear your desks. Take out your number two pencils and a sheet of paper. It is time for the midterm exam. Midterm exam here on High School Hysteria. Chris Cokell, Tyree Smith, we got you till it's supposed to be seven. But we're going to go over because, you know, I'm not really good with math. So what if I was a math teacher for a long time? Make sure you're following us on Twitter at ESPN Top 63 or at ESPN West Palm for the station. Of course, you can join the show at any time. 888-760-3776. Follow me at Real Coach K. Follow Tyree at Tyree Smith. Time for the midterm exam brought to you by HSS. Tyree's going to ask me. The burning questions of the sports world. I don't know why I just went Jim Rome on you. But oh. we're going to go the top questions of the sports world. What do you got for me, Tyree? All right, let's see if you can pass.
1: Number one, should high school coaches pick their offensive schemes based on their effectiveness or off what will help kids get into college?
0: Okay, see, I like this question because you hear in the first response, by the way, your microphone fell off, so you're just laying it on the table. Yeah, it, does, does, it does go back up, just so you know. But you know, you can leave if you're good there. Leave it how it is. Wherever you're comfortable. All right, I like it. It works. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, the big root to this question is really we look at schools like the Treasure Coast or a lot of wing T teams. I think Jupiter's now running the wing T for the longest time. South Fork ran one of those offenses, Mm. and the question is, yes, it can get you maybe one or two more wins. But is that more important or is it better to be playing spread and kind of emulating what the college game is doing to get those kids ready for college?
1: I think you should I think you should adapt. I think you should adapt. You know Treasure Coast run, runs the the
0: uh a triple option wing T. Yeah, they're running single wing stuff, but they're also double wing like they anything power in a wing and, and with guards pulling. That's Treasure Coast.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you definitely should adapt one because adapting with these new offensive will actually help you win games. Treasure Coast is pretty good, man. They are pretty good. They're hard to play against. But the problem is once you it runs the clock out. It runs the clock out and once the run get once you figure out the run game, it's it's basically done.
0: It's but, basically done. But they're so effective, it's not easy to figure out the run game and they will hit you with the pass game every now and then out of it. That's the thing though. They they can change it up. Mm-hmm. But out of those formations, I actually coached against them one um, spring game. Right? How'd that go? Shut them out. Shut them out. It was a Jens beat. Shut them out. It was a half dominant. They tried to run the spread for a half a spring. so like, They weren't ready for it, and so- I got them. that. I got them the one half of football that they <laughs> weren't running their stuff. It was a half When they came out, because I had heard they were going to come out in the spread, so we prepped for both. Because, you know, you know, spring games, you don't really know. There's no film. Mm-hmm. When they came out in the spread, I was like, Coach Irv, Thank you Because he would have eaten me for. They are so good They are better coaches than me oh And they would have eaten me alive If they ran their regular offense So I got to strut myself off that spring game Also we were supposed to play Vero later in the night mm. But it got too late and we had to go Because it was standardized testing the next day So I avoided Vero And got Treasure Coast in the spread Talk about going from nervous to the happiest person in the world
1: that's that's called Coach of the Year, folks. If you
0: didn't. <laughs> If you looked at my career, that might
1: be the highlight. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. My point is, it. I think they should adapt, despite it being so effective. You gotta You gotta realize what you, which is more important: these kids' futures, or a couple of more wins. Because yes, Treasure Coast is good, but they didn't win a state title.
0: But they send kids off to school. They do send kids I off to school. I don't know about school. skill guys like wide receiver. That's the thing, though. If you're a wide receiver and you want to go to Treasure Coast, or you're a quarterback who wants to throw, mm. and you're zoned for Treasure Coast, you've kind of got to move, right? Like mm. you got to go to Centennial, Fort St. Lucie, Bureau. A lot of kids go mm-hmm. to Westwood, Fort Pierce Central. I don't want to look sound like I'm giving it to one school or the other. Jensen Beach, right, 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 right. South Fork. I think I named the whole Treasure Coast. Um, you, you got to go somewhere else to play, I would think. Because what are you going to do if your quarterback wants to throw? I'm exactly. with you. I, I and it could be that I was always taking over rebuilding programs, mm-hmm. and we ran the wing T one spring, and that's just because of personnel. But by the fall, we were in the spread. Just, how are you going to get kids to come? I the powerhouse teams that have it already, I'm okay with it. I just don't understand the coaches that go into a new program that's never won before and think, hey, I can eke out one or two wins. Doing this wing T, doing this type of an offense. But you're not going to get kids to come. To if I'm an eighth grader and I see a wing T, I'm like, nope. Thank you, next. Is that Taylor Swift? Like, thank oh you, next. Like, that's where I'm going with it, though. That's, that's Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh, whatever. Same person. <laughs> Have you ever sure. seen the two of them in the same room at the same time?
1: Uh,
0: n- no. Same person. Not for me, the same person. Oh, well, fair enough. Ariana <laughs> Grande, by the way, who was at Boca High when I taught there, I think. She was in Boca at that time. Really? Yeah.
2: Why? I didn't know who she was.
0: That's where she went to school. She's from here. I think I'm I think the right person. I just thought it was Terrell Swift. So maybe not. Yeah, Ariana Grande is from Boca. Uh, that's news to me. All right, you go ahead. Next question. I'll Google it. <laughs> go ahead. What's the next question? What do you got? Every year. <laughs> number two. Every year
1: we have top players in our area change schools during the summer. Do you have an issue with these transfers?
0: Hold on, I'm trying to look up where Ariana Grande went to high school.
1: That's where the shows went,
0: folks. <laughs> I wa- I'm more worried about my wife looking at my search history now that I'm looking up Ariana she went to North Broward Prep because she was in Boca, though she was in the Boca area, and I'm pretty sure she's at Boca High at one. Point. She went to North Broward Prep. Yeah, she's a Boca. She's a Boca girl. Oh. I know what she was. Oh, we destroyed their hi- their, their their football team. Actually, all right, we'll get play. over your high school days. No, no, now. I'm old. Let me you got like <laughs> a forty. You got a James Harden beard. You're talking about your high school days. Let's go. Come on, Tyree. <laughs> I'm
1: not that old. I'm 24, folks. All
0: right, don't let don't let the, the the
1: wisdom fool you now.
0: I mean, we had one of our top players in the area. You go to Vero again. And all of our top football players will be celebrated at the Top 63, mm-hmm. um, come August. Come August, mm-hmm. did we announce all of the stuff yet? I don't know what's been announced. I've been away for two weeks. So yeah, no, still, we I'm-
1: haven't. We haven't af- uh, officially announced that yet. But okay, some of the bigger <laughs> things that are happening with Top 63, we, we we're, we're preparing the list. We're getting we're getting it ready. All right,
0: and, and it's a big year for us. It's year number ten, so there's going to mm-hmm. be extra stuff going on there. It'll be the biggest event The greatest part is You can stream it At ESPNWestPalm.com mm-hmm. Or you can go live Like it's it's big time you There's can gonna be a, you can, yeah. There's gonna be A radio show before Oh who's, And who's gonna host it Ah uh, We haven't figured that out yet. They'll probably Now because I said that It won't be me anymore But uh, it It might by be May. you It could be you By the way I take credit for the name Top 63 I don't know if you know this Tyree I don't know this But tell me <laughs> It was originally going to be like top 50, and it might have been top 76 when I first said it, because we were 760. At the time, we used to be 760 AM. Then we moved to FM and became 106.3. Right. But I was like, why are we picking? If we're going to pick an arbitrary number, like let's have it do something with our station. Mm-hmm. And then we picked top 76. And I never get credit for it in any meeting for top 63. You any. heard
1: it here, folks. Uh, any. Coach Mike K play is the reason that we are who we are. <laughs> <Coach> ESPN <K. laughs>
0: 106.3. No, I didn't pick top the stations numbers, you dopey. I picked the name, top I'm 63. I'm reading it 106.363, top 63. You get it. Yeah, but that's that's why. And I, I think I deserve more credit. That's, that's all what I'm, I'm saying. saying. People, bosses, pay me royalties. It's I year 10. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any say. I deserve that. a dollar for each year it's been done. I want $10. All the bosses. I can give you $10. No, I don't want your money. I want it from the bosses. I want the bosses' money. Anyway, back. Stop <laughs> distracting me. Back to kids transferring. And I would never transfer here even without that cuz it's the greatest place to work mm-hmm. in the world. You'll never catch me at another radio station. But I have a problem with kids being recruited. I don't have a kid problem with kids being with kids transferring. My problem is when people are on the phone with high school kids and they're trying to get them to transfer. That's where I have my issues.
1: You know, that's a uh I'm not, I'm not saying anything, um, but that's a, mo- that's a lot more common than you think. It's a lot more common than you think.
0: It's not. I know how common it is. Remember, I was a high school coach for over a decade. I know how, You were. I know how common it is, but I'm saying that's where I have the problem, though. Because if I run a kid because he's doing something wrong to a teacher and then he leaves because someone else told him you won't get run, o- run over here, everything will be perfect. That kid's not learning those life lessons.
1: Now, but there's also kids that are put in bad situations. And, you know, maybe they see a better opportunity at a different school.
0: I'm cool with the kid transferring. Mm. I have a problem with adults calling 15-year-olds and trying to recruit them. That's where my problem comes in. See? If a family just picks up and sees, like, this is a better school for my kid, this is, a, and I have to watch, I have a 9-year-old and a 4-year-old who both love sports, so i got to watch my words before I start shopping them around. I mean, uh, before they decide where to go. But I don't like the calling of the kids while they're someone else's. It's not like there's a transfer portal that kids can enter and sometimes it feels like there is, but there isn't. Right. I just don't I don't like grown men calling high school kids and talking bad about their coaches, their school. If you want to transfer, transfer. And right. when I was a high school coach, one of the reasons I was able to get coaches to stop calling my kids is I put them on blast. I put all the top coaches here on, but I call them up though first and say, I'm putting you on blast and I'm gonna let everybody know. And at the time it was more heavily um The FHSAA did more about transfers and recruiting back then. Mm. So, it actually, you didn't want to get that out there. But if kids want to transfer for a better opportunity, I'm all for it. I just don't like the adults calling the kids. High school hysteria, midterm exam. Tyree Smith asking me, Chris Coquel, the top toughest questions of the sports world. Question number three, which I'm excited for this one.
1: Ah, We're going to see. You guys are about to see why. Day two of the British Open took place. Currently, Louis... Oh, it's open championship. Open championship. There we go. Got to, got a. You know, state the full name. And Louis, say on, his last no, name. Say we went over it during the break. Oohie shoes in. <laughs> What was it?
0: <laughs> Did you say Oui shoes in? <laughs> was I close? Oohie these shoes in my way. <laughs> I can't say Louis
1: it. Ooh, stays in? Who is, is leading right now? Followed by Colin Morikawa. <laughs> guys, I'm horrible. Keep I'm going. Sick. Keep going. I love your golf analysis. I'm so sorry. Morikawa. Then, Morikawa. There we go.
0: And then third is Jordan Speck. Beef. And then Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. I said that one right. A local guy is behind at 700. Good. And where was this brought to you by? Oh, my gosh. This brought to you by
1: PNC Bank. Cleveland Clinic, Florida, PGA Golf Club, Trust Bridge, Kaiser
0: University, and South Florida Ford. And what's your question? Do golf majors make you wish you played more in high school? Like, do you wish you were on the golf team in high school watching all this golf stuff happen? No. No interest at all? No. Now I'm going to tell you why you should start playing, and I need to start playing again. Okay. Okay. In, Let case, me hear in it. case you want, I'm going to put you on something now. All right, all right coach. I'm going to help you out because mm. you have a bright future in this industry. I'm an old washed up guy who's hanging on trying to make something happen. You are someone who can actually go somewhere with this stuff, right?
1: I appreciate it. What's going on? Guess
0: on? where all the biggest deals get made? Golf on the golf course. So learning how to play golf, getting yourself good, like going to Kaiser University was one of the top golf programs in the world. Mm. The world. You look outside their stadium. You see it right there. You learn how to play golf there. Business deals get done. Everything important gets done on the like bi- people like me and you meet in meeting rooms. Mm-hmm. People with big money they meet out on the golf course. That's why it could turn around. That's why I wish I played in high school because it would have helped me now. That's why I will get my kids into it whether they like it or not because it will help them make big deals when they're older. Now that you put it, when you put it in that that you know perspective,
1: I agree. I should learn. Cause I can't, I can't swing a club, folks. If you go
0: to Kaiser, though, the great people at Kaiser, they'll get you right. So maybe, uh, maybe we'll have to set that up. We'll see if I last. I might hit someone in the face with a club on accident. Doesn't matter. They've seen the worst and turned them into the best. It's okay. Kaiser University's golf program. There we go. All right, all right. Let's go. Oh, a midterm exam brought to you by HSS. Last question. What do you got? Number four, Jay Allen,
1: John Carroll. There you go. Alum. Got to be remember that. Remember. Was selected Sunday in the ML 2021 MLB Draft. Oh, he is an alum. He graduated, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I Time, space, it's July. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> God, I, I, I was like, coach. he's a senior
1: right now. Oh yeah, my! I'm, like, I'm like, what? No. In <laughs> the 2021 MLB Draft by the Cincinnati Reds. He played three sports in high school, folks. Then I'm going to get him. Basketball, football, and obviously baseball.
0: Do you think this was the best sport for him to stick with? So John Carroll, stud athlete, decided to go with baseball. I'm assuming did he make that decision? You were out of Wait, hold on. He got drafted. You were there. I was there. What was that moment? We'll get into the question first, but I mean second, but let's get into first. What was that moment like for you to watch someone get drafted? First round, right? Mm-hmm. 30 of overall. 30, that comes with money, man. Oh. That comes with money. That comes with some change. That's A some guaranteed and it's baseball money, so it's guaranteed money, even mm-hmm. if he never takes in that bat. What was that feeling like for you watching that take place? Where was it, by the way? It w- Duffy's <laughs> Sports Barn Grill
1: in Port St. Lucie. Oh man, it was it was electric in there. Friends, family, hugs, kisses on the cheek, going around. It was it was nothing like I have seen before. The love, the 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 love, the care in the air for Jay Allen was real. And he now has a major decision to make if he if he's gonna go go and play for Cincinnati or if he's gonna take his talents to the college that he committed to University of Florida.
0: So the Reds drafted him. Mm-hmm. The Reds, who also a couple of years ago drafted out of Jensen Beach, so they have someone in their system that he can talk to in Lyon Richardson, in- a pitcher. In- they in- took him in the second round, so he got that. He had that choice facing him too. It, it's a it's a tough decision.
1: I think it's a tough decision because you don't want to miss out on a college experience, but Brian
0: Roberts, you know, <laughs> B-Man, be himself well, We talked about him. A manager at, at WPTV. Mm-hmm. And also you heard him on the Evan Cohen Show before. If you missed any of that show, download the Evan Cohen Show podcast wherever your podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. And it's a, it, it, it makes sense to go take the money. You can always go back to college. You can actually have it in your contract, too, that says you're paying for my college when my career is over. They can put that in the contract. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. then you they got been,
2: my answer
1: right there. They've but been what's doing your that, answer?
0: They've been doing that for years since back when I was in high school and a kid I played against got drafted. That was in his contract. We're like, why is he going? He's only making, he was only, not the millions, he was only making like $200,000, only $200,000 in the <laughs> signing bonus. But I was like, why is he going when he could go to college for free? And it's kind of equal. But no, they said in the contract, yeah, we're paying you 200000 But when you're done, we don't care how many years it takes, mm-hmm. your degree is paid for it. So he chose to go to go play. When did you play? I was in um, what, what 1997. Oh. Long time ago. I graduated in 97. Yeah, 97? I, I'm old. I'm 42. You know, that's when I was born. 97? Yeah, yeah. I, I figured as much. Oh. All you youngsters around here. This place <laughs> makes me feel very
1: <laughs> old. And you can find more on that Jay Allen story tonight on Fox 29 News. 10. Mm, start to 10. But
0: tune in for the whole show. You'll you, see a little bit about it. Do you think. Oh, It's tonight. Tonight. Awesome. Do you think he um, he made he's going to make the right choice? Do you, what do you think I he should I personally
1: do? don't know I I that this is my opinion. I don't know what the the right choice is, but I know the choice I would
0: make. Listen, little radio one-on-one live on the air. We're here to make decisions. Don't don't be straddling the fence. Do you think he made the right choice? In the sport? Yeah. Yeah. What about college or the or I think he should pro. take the money.
1: Take the money. I think he made the right choice longevity-wise. You can play baseball a lot longer than you can play football.
0: Why do you go to college?
1: College, you experience it's a it's a it's a whole different, it's a whole different world over there. But why but, go? What's the goal of college? The goal of college is obviously to get better at the sport in terms of what he he was going for. And, and not even the him. why why epidemic. does why does
0: anyone go to college? Well, to get an education. For what? To prepare you for the real world. So you can get a job. Thinking what? <laughs> so you can get a job. <laughs> so you can get a job. <laughs> so you can get a job is what you just told me, right? You met
1: you. You answered the question.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking the bottom of the draft. I think it's the 30th pick where he's slotted. Mm-hmm. Makes $4.6 million guaranteed. You go to college to get a job to make money. Mm -hmm. That's why you go to college. If you have 4.6 and you play your cards right, you can work doing things you like after that and still make that money last. Is it life set up forever money like it used to be? Probably not. But if you invest it right and continue to work on top of that money, your life will be a lot less stressful, especially if they can pay you to go back to school. He's got to go pro. And I look, listen, me and Brian Rhodes, who you brought up are probably the fanboys of all time of JL and watching him play football. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the most fun football player I've watched at that position since Lamar Jackson. And I'm not doing the two black quarterbacks playing comparison. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you know me well enough to know, like, that's not the road i I wasn't going. thinking
1: that at all. I was just like, well, that's a big praise. But that's what, you
0: know, people think that sometimes. He's that dynamic and that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It makes those throws that everyone talks about when he decides to take off with his legs. That's what you remember. Mm-hmm. But he makes the throws where you're like, whoa, you can do that too? Throwing across your body, across the field. On a 20 yard out Like he can make Every single throw
1: I've seen that I have seen that
0: He's a stud And, I, and I, I I, As much as I Selfishly wanted him To play college football Because he's so good Get your bread kid Go get that money Get the money There's not as many opportunities And I don't know If that's his contract I'm going by slotted In previous years By the right, way so Right, So I don't right. want to act like I'm throwing Jay Allen's money out there But that's around the slot And the slot below That is still 2.9 mil So like he's somewhere In that range you know what I mean? like, And that's guaranteed cash. Mm-hmm. He can get hurt tomorrow and it doesn't matter. Sign that contract. Get that money. You'll have plenty of experiences that, that, that the college kids can have on your own once you have that money in your bank. That's and just true. say no. That's my other advice, Jay Allen. I no. said it to Jamie and Sherwood, the player I coached that got drafted by the Jets. Mm-hmm. Learn to say no. Because there's going to be a lot of people asking for things. It's okay to say no, even if it's someone you love and you've known your whole life. Say no, because the ones you love won't be asking. You'll want to give it to them. That's my advice for them. We are way over time. The show is supposed to be over at 7 o'clock. We're going to stay on until 7.30. I know the program director, so it's okay. There we go. Because we got a great interview Ken Lavica had with Jacoby Brissett, Dwyer quarterback, Mm -hmm. Dwyer alum, NC State. Played at UF too, right? Was a Gator for a minute. Played, I'm pretty sure, played for the Patriots. Played, started for the Colts, and now he's a Miami Dolphin quarterback. And he sat down with Ken Lavica earlier today, and we're going to play that interview because he said a lot of interesting stuff, Mm -hmm. including the fact that he sees a therapist and he explains why. And I think that's awesome for a pro athlete to admit how important therapy can be for him. You'll hear that next right here on ESPN 106.3. Welcome back into High School Hysteria here on ESPN 106.3. 106.3, which is bringing you leaderboard updates from the Open Championship all week and long. stays in at 11-under, Morikawa at 9-under, Spieth 8-under, Dustin Johnson and Scheffler both at 7-under. That leaderboard report was brought to you by... PNC Bank, Cleveland Clinic, Florida, PGA Golf Club, Trustbridge, Kaiser University, and South Florida Ford. We're going to talk to someone in this interview who has been a major athlete in this area. He played at Dwyer, won a state title at Dwyer. He didn't remember me getting him ice in high school when he was playing basketball. I'm shocked that didn't resonate with him the way it did with me. I'm not really shocked. I'm just kidding. But he's done great things, and now he's with the Dolphins. That's Jacoby Brissett. He's been a starter. He's been with Brady. He's been with Phillip Rivers. He's got a wealth of knowledge. If it's me and I'm him, I hope Tua does well. Because then I can be the mentor guy who stays in the league for the next 20 years just being a backup quarterback without actually getting hit. But if I'm a Miami Dolphin fan, I love having him here because I think he's still a starting-level quarterback, and now you got him as your backup. So you almost have a free starter on your roster for – Maybe not starter money. But Ken Levicka from Ken Levicka Live talked to Jacoby Brissett earlier today, and here is Ken's interview with the Dolphins quarterback.
2: Always good to catch up with this guy, we are wildly proud of him for what uh, he's been able to do, and not only his high school career, where I first met him, but then on to his college career, and then certainly in the NFL. Former Dwyer product, Jacoby Brissett, with us here on ESPN 106.3, Dolphins quarterback. And so someone who grew up here in South Florida, uh, when I say Dolphins quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, and this isn't uh, new news by any stretch, but when... When you end up signing with the Dolphins, it's got to be surreal for you. And also, what did your what did your family say?
3: Uh, you know, they're stoked, uh, you know, being so close to home and, and being able for, for a lot of my family to come to more games. Uh, people that I grew up with uh, being able to come to more games and and, you know, possibly being home for Thanksgiving and Christmas is is a uh, it's a little different. Uh, so uh, I'm sure we'll have some bumps and bruises along the way, but it's going uh It's going to be fun.
2: I found out about you signing with the Dolphins from your old high school coach Jack Daniels, who texted me like six or seven exclamation points, and that was it. And you know, Coach Daniels isn't someone who's is, uh, ever going to get uh, too wildly up about anything. But uh, when did you talk with uh, with Jack for the first time after signing with the Finns? Uh,
3: I think I was like he was on the text thread that I was, <laughs> it, was, it was me and a couple other people. But I think he's on the text thread, and then I think that's just how I told him and then. That's yeah, awesome. he, he's definitely exi- excited, uh, so he'll yeah. be able to come to games, too, as well. So.
2: Yeah, without question. So, again, Dolphins quarterback Jacoby Brissett, again, the Dwyer product, played his college ball at Florida and NC State. He joins us here, Ken Levick, live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, A.B. Elam Foundation has uh, their charity event coming up, and uh, I know that, obviously, you're close with the Elams. Uh, just for you to be able to come back home and be part of a charitable cause uh, probably has to make you feel pretty good.
3: Uh for sure! You, like you said, I mean, Abe's been doing this for a while, and I, you know, I was fortunate to go to to a couple of Abe's event when he was playing, uh, and then we're going on the second year of me and his uh, event together, and you know, obviously Tommy Tommy Lee Lewis is doing something in our, he's coming with us, and 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 Teddy uh, Terry Braden. so uh, you know, it's exciting uh, to be able to 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 give back to the community that gave back to me. I know I said it last year, but it's it's just so imperative and so important to to be around the kids in the community, uh, to let them know that, you know, everything and every dream is possible, Uh, not just football or basketball or any sports related, but, um, you know, we got coaches and we got doctors and things like that. So, uh, you know, just, just, uh, you know, I know summer's here, so to get out in the community, uh, have a little fun before I get back to work
2: (laughs) Uh, at this point of an off season, what is Jacoby percent typically doing uh, in advance of training camp starting?
3: Uh, Right now is we're probably like a two, a week and a half out from camp. So it's kind of like the wind down period. Uh, I mean, I'm probably running uh, still working out a little bit, uh, throwing some walking my dog a bunch of times, (laughs) uh, spending some quality time with him before I go back and, you know I really just hang with my friends and family and 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 just enjoying the time because I know once it gets to work, I become like the, the mean person in the family. I'll never answer any <laughs> calls or texts. So
2: <laughs> it's time to shut down the outside world. Yeah, exactly. I, I know that Coach Flo will be happy to hear that, by the way. What has that been like uh, uh, being with a new staff and getting to know Brian Flores and the, the little bit that you've been able to uh, have some of the, uh, the organized workouts? A- and I know uh, new offensive coordinator there with the Dolphins as well. What is that? How has that come together?
3: Oh, uh, it's been good. Obviously, I knew Coach Flo when he was in uh, yep. New England. Uh, so I had a prior history, prior history with, with him there. But, you know, it's just a clean slate now, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, personally just coming into a new system, uh, new organization, new teammates, new, I mean, new city, really, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's been fun uh, from the little time that we've had uh, and, just, and just going out there, working hard, uh, work as hard as I can, learning. Uh, trying to be a good teammate first, uh, and, and then everything else kind of follows. Learning my teammates, uh, you know, I'm kind of one of the old older players on the team, so which is weird for me. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's fun. Uh, you know, a lot of questions being asked, and I remember being those guys. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm still learning too. So that's what I always tell them. I'm never right. I never tell you I'm right, but it's just from my experience. So, you know, looking forward to learning some more things now.
2: I'm glad you said you're one of the old guys, so I didn't have to. So I'm glad that we got that out of the way. But your path has been... Fascinating, and so you obviously start in New England and uh, get an unlikely run as starter uh, with with you, and then Jimmy G, and yeah. all from from Tom Brady's suspension. And but being a part of that, it was so unique, it was so wild how that took place, and it ended up being very beneficial for you because you balled out when you got your starting opportunity to be in the same quarterback room as Tom Brady. What was that like for a young Jacoby Brissett?
3: It was it was it was great. Uh, you know, you get to see professionalism at its finest. You know, right when you come in the league. So, you know, I was fortunate to be around a bunch of you know uh, good quarterbacks with him, Andrew, and Phillip. I think Tom just you know right off the bat, it was just you saw what professionalism was at 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 the quarterback position, and especially as a young player. You know, the st- that's the that's kind of the standard you kind of hold yourself. Obviously, not trying to be Tom Brady, but obviously just to like replicate his you know some of his work ethic things and. And, and learning, you know, football from him uh, and things that I, I, you know, I still carry to my de- to this day. And, and you know, obviously uh, had that relationship with him to be able to talk to him from time to time. So, um, you know, it was great to have him uh, in a room.
2: Uh, Once you get to Indy and you take over the starting quarterback role, uh, I mean, we here at ESPN West Palm thought you did an excellent job. And I know there were fans that thought you did an excellent job and full disclosure, we were not super pleased when uh, Phillip Rivers came to the Colts and, and you were, were bumped into that backup role. What, was uh last season like uh and what was the the quarterback room like with philip rivers how did you get along with philip
3: uh you know me and philip both went to nc state so we had that tied in together so sure. uh we are obviously started off on the right foot with that uh and it was great you know philip was is an unbelievable person uh you know great football player you know he taught me a lot uh and, and you know became a, a good friend of mine uh, so it was good uh you know you know being in this in this profession you kind of got to learn professionalism even though at a at a even though when things aren't going your uh your way uh so you know I just that's what I took it as I, it had nothing to do with feel or anything it was just more so just the how the nature of the business played out so you know I just I remember talking to my therapist I was just like what can I learn from this situation so I, every day I just took it as as a way for me to learn and and you know I really you know, sat back and went back to, you know, rookie year, Jacoby, and started asking a bunch of questions again. You know, I, I, was, I was always hassling Phil for information and, and trying to learn how he learned and, and learn the things that he knew because, obviously, he played in this league 16-plus 16, 16 years, and being around those type of guys aren't, uh, you know, common for quarterbacks. So, you know, I just took it as a way for me to learn more.
2: I was going to say, do do you feel like at least to an extent uh, you, you lose your starting quarterback job, but it may have actually made you a better quarterback long-term?
3: Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, You know, and and it's obviously you want to go out there and learn from experience. And sometimes you just gotta, for some people, they got to take the long road and you got to sit back and and learn and go out and and sit back again and and how my, how, how my career has been going. But Hey, I'm still doing it. Uh, you know, I still got another opportunity coming up, and, and and I wouldn't change it for the world because I, like you said, I think I've I've gained a wealth of knowledge that a lot of these quarterbacks, a lot of players, a lot of coaches don't really get with being around likes of Tom Brady and and Andrew Luck and and, and Philip Rivers in the room.
2: Does Jacoby Brissett ever want to coach? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what it sure. seems like. Uh, that that's <laughs> what it's angling towards at some point. Hopefully not soon, but definitely at some point. Oh, yeah, point. Down
3: in 20 years, 25 years, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be coaching
2: for sure. Uh, Dolphins quarterback Jacoby Brissett, again, the Dwyer product, uh, Florida NC State, and it's a thrill to catch up with him. He's in town, A.B. LM Foundation, doing great things as always. He's a part of that, and then he's got training camp coming up. But the last time I actually uh, was able to have a conversation with Jacoby is when he was deciding where he was going to commit to out of Dwyer and so this is wild to me for everything to be able to come full circle absolutely <laughs> and it didn't occur to me that you are an old guy now and you yeah. you're an old guy now it's amazing and it, it, it's it's awesome to see what you've done I, so when it comes to the dolphins and it comes to tua i'm sure that you can put yourself in tua's his- place a bit uh as a young quarterback a guy who is the franchise quarterback quote unquote there's a lot of pressure on him and there's a lot of voices that come from different directions about whether he has it or not what have your interactions with Tua been like
3: uh been great uh you know a great kid you know uh, from the time that I've been with them uh you know, I actually like him. I like him as a kid, you know, uh, and it's so funny. We call him a kid because I'm still a kid. But, uh, you know, he's a he's a, a great dude. Uh, you know, I have no bad thing to say about him from my time being with him. You no, know, look, like I always tell him, like I am look forward to every day uh, and, and just going out there competing and working hard, learning from each other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it it's been good so far. He hasn't pissed me off yet.
2: <laughs> we'll see once training camp gets going. Uh, but when it comes to Tua, I, I know you want to come in and you feel it part of your role to help to groom him and to get him better. But also you're balancing the part of, hey, I, I still think I'm a, a very high-level starting quarterback in the NFL. How do you balance both of those? Uh, I
3: just think that comes with, you know, me being the person that I am and then me being the professional that, you know, I, I strive to be every day. Uh, you know, it's the NFL. It's, 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 it's a job. Um, so, you know, that, like, my job will come first no matter what. So uh, just going out there competing, I mean, if I get better, he's going to get better. Um, and, and that's just how it goes, No, you know. Uh, so it's not, it's no like, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, and forget about myself. Uh, yeah. And vice versa, you know, it's not trying to like hold withhold information or nothing like that. It's just you know, you know, you get better through competition, and 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 that's what you do, no matter what position you're in. You could be the starter or the fifth string. You know, yeah. um, you go out there and compete and work hard, and, and hopefully, day by day, you get better and better and better and better, and it makes you better and it makes the team better.
2: Uh, last off season was a mess because of the pandemic, and nobody was really together at all until training camp started. Bits and pieces this off season. How beneficial or detrimental is it for you to uh, have off seasons back to back now that have been significantly different and a little less face to face than what you're used to and what everyone's used to?
3: Uh, I mean, it's it is it is what it is you know you kind of got to just go roll with the punches i think once you get in the training camp and, and you know obviously we, we had a little bit of otas and a little bit of, of, of mini camp so you kind of you know you get familiar with the guys and a lot of the guys live down here so you kind of get around the guys like that but other than that you when you start work it's it's 24 7 so you know you make up for it then and, and obviously you know games aren't won first week of the season sure. so it's, it's an ongoing process, and, you know, you, you're, you're going to always constantly learn about players up until the last game of the season. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, when you go to a new team, you want to spend every day with them, but, uh, you know, you kind of find ways to get over it and, and get through it.
2: Uh, some of your targets, uh Jalen Waddell is gonna have a lot of attention on him, the the first round draft pick, Devontae Parker, uh, Mike Jesicki. Just what do you make overall of who you're going to be certainly throwing to into the preseason and, and depending on what happens uh in the regular season as well?
3: Uh yeah, I mean we, we got a bunch of good players. Uh, you know, obviously they wouldn't be in the NFL if they weren't good players, <laughs> but uh, you know, excited about, you know, going into training camp and, and going out there with those guys getting better. You know, minicamp was just like a little a little taste of what, what hopefully, you know, training camp is and, and, and constantly just a lot of those guys work hard. Um, that was my impression, uh, and I'm sure it's going to carry over into the tra- into training camp and into the season. Uh, so, you know, I'm just looking forward to it.
2: I've got to ask you about Brady uh, here with Dolphins quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Uh, so it's wild to me to – yeah, I know you were in the same quarterback room as Brady, and he was a mentor to you, and you learned from him. Uh, but also, like, photos of you guys just, like, hanging out. Like you're you're legitimately a guy from South Florida, went to high school here locally and you're also boys with Tom Brady. Like that's super legit. I'm wildly jealous about that. What is it like? What is it like Tom Brady football Tom Brady and hanging out with Tom Brady? How different are those two guys?
3: Uh it's no different. It's it's honestly the same. Uh I mean he's a lot less uh intense you know, uh, Intense because it's not (laughs) a game, but you know, he's 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 pretty much the same guy, like on and off the field, super cool dude. Uh, I mean, I I just don't look at him as like Tom Brady, I just look at him as Tom, or yeah, so Kobe,
2: I'm so jealous, man, that's big time. Uh, you mentioned earlier, and if you don't want to dive too deeply into this, I understand, but it, it did catch my attention. Uh, when everything with the Colts went down with Phillip Rivers, you said you talked with your therapist about it. I still think that. That mental health, making sure things are even keel, is taboo in the NFL. You volunteered it. I thought that was interesting. How how often do you talk with a the therapist, and when did that start?
3: Uh, it started about uh, three years ago, the year Andrew retired. Uh, okay. When I met uh, Liz Elizabeth White, who I call it Liz now. Yeah. But you know, we talk often. Uh, it's never like set times now. It's because we talk so much. It's like we'll text or we'll call, Facetime or so uh so I, it's just whenever uh and we've gained a relationship that we can you know obviously talk on on whenever basis uh so yeah I mean I think it's very important uh she's meant so much to me uh and and you know I tell her all the time I don't know where I would be without her And I, even in a short amount of time that I've actually known her she's just meant so much to me uh so you know I'm a huge proponent of of, of taking care of your mental
2: uh, that is excellent that one you do that and two that you're open to talk about it as well. Like truly, I, I, I mean that Jacoby Brissett, Dolphins quarterback, just a couple of more for him. Uh, when, when everything with the Colts, uh, when Phillip Rivers came to the Colts, did you feel anger was, was there anger at any point?
3: Um, uh, No, it honestly wasn't just because it's just like, all right, that's just the business and, and just keep going, you know, like, um, and like I said, I obviously had that prior, like, connection with Phil. Like, even though I had yeah. never met him, it was just like, all right, like, I mean, he's 16-plus years in the league. Like, it's just something for me to learn. I mean, obviously, you, you're you like, I, man, I wish I was the guy, obviously, but uh, I think it took me a couple hours or probably a day or something to, like, really just get over myself and, and just say, you know what, what are you going to do about it? And and how are you going to make the most of the situation? You still got a job. You still get to go out there and do what you love to do. So, uh, I just took it as that, and and you know, Phil texted me, and, and we like talked for like probably an hour or so, and and then it was like I had known him all my life, you know. So it was that's good.
2: awesome. That that is so good to hear. You take the professionalism part of this very, very seriously. Yeah, sure. it, it sounds like, and I, I did want to ask you too. Uh, do you talk with Andrew Luck much anymore? Yeah,
3: for sure. Uh, you know, we'll. Uh, you know, he just had a baby, so we'll. Mm-hmm. He'll send me pictures and stuff like that, and then we'll talk every once in a while, and uh you know still a still a good friend of mine as well
2: and he's happy with his decision he seems oh yeah happy. for
3: sure yeah, yeah for sure i can't awesome. imagine him playing football now <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's he's a family guy now at this <laughs> yeah, point yeah exactly Uh, Jacoby, can't wait to see you. Uh and uh, really proud of what you've been able to do. Really glad that you're down here with the Dolphins now. You're not only a great representative uh of that team, you're a great inspiration to all the young guys here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And uh, I know me as a Dolphins fan, like if something happens to Tua it makes me feel good that it's in the hands of Jacoby Brissett. Uh, that is God's honest truth. Really appreciate the time. You. Appreciate you coming down and being part of the ABL and foundation events as you typically are. And uh, hopefully we can catch up and uh, we'll, we'll do so after you uh, throw off the phone. Once training cam starts, we'll try and catch up in the off season. Okay. Perfect.
3: Sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate you guys.
2: Just flat out fun stuff there and insightful stuff from Jacoby Brissett. Dolphins quarterback, and he could loom large on this season if Tua struggles again or if Tua ends up getting hurt. He could play, Jacoby could, a massive part in uh, potential Dolphins success. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Jacoby Brissett.
0: Again, Dwyer Lum, now Dolphins quarterback. I honestly, like I said, I think he's in a great spot because if Tua flounders or Tua gets hurt because he's smaller, Jacoby gets to be a starter again. If he doesn't and Tua does great now, Jacoby looks at it as, I played under Tom Brady. I was a starter. I played with Phillip Rivers. I played with Andrew Luck. And now look what I've done for Tua. He could turn this into, I mean, without ever taking another snap, if Tua does well and he's a great teammate, and all accounts of Jacoby set from people who know him in the area knows he's hes a great kid. He could be a backup for, till he's 40 years old and just keep making checks and never get hit again. Like that's the dream, isn't it? At least for me. Most people have dreams of winning Super Bowls. My dream would be to be a backup quarterback and just keep making money and never getting hit. I think that's where I would want to go with that. But again, thank you for Jacoby for joining the show. Thank you to Tyree Smith, who's off to TV land now. Follow him on Twitter, at Tyree Smith TV. He's got a bright future covering sports in our area, and I'm so glad he's a part of our team. Speaking of our team, I'm going to give the Bud's Chicken Team of the Week out. I'm going to give it to the ESPN West Palm team. We spent the day together doing some team building stuff and finding out from our leadership team some of the exciting things that are coming. I mean, I was excited to come back to work and get out of the pandemic, and I know I work for a great company, and I was excited about that. But hearing what the future of this company is, and I'm not patting us on the back. I'm talking about with in relationship with the community and our area and West Palm Beach and all of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. It's just going to be great, and I'm so glad that all of you are going to be a part of our team and be along for the ride. So I'm going to give the ESPN West Palm team the Bud's Chicken Team of the Week. Bud's Chicken and Seafood, family-owned and operated since 1957. Visit BudsChicken.com. That is the Team of the Week, ESPN West Palm. If you like that interview with Jacoby Brissett, of course, you're going to be able to find it. On the High School Hysteria podcast, also going to be on the Ken LaVica Live podcast featuring Coquel. You can find all of our podcasts wherever podcasts are found. Also on there, for anyone who's a fan of that, Johnny Dixon, Cowboys wide receiver, sat down with me for Ken LaVica Live, another Dwyer alum, Ohio State alum. He talked to me about how the Cowboys are going to be on hard knocks and what that means for him. And I asked him about his singing voice because guys get caught singing all the time on that. His answer was pretty funny, so make sure you check that out where. your podcasts are found. It's been a great time spending this time with you. Top 63 event is coming up. Make sure you know that. Thank you to all of our partners who make High School Hysteria run. Of course, Land Rover Palm Beach during the season doing the Land Rover Palm Beach Player of the Year. Make sure you stay locked into ESPN 106.3 for British Open Championship updates. The British Open Championship updates, leaderboard updates are brought to you by PNC Bank, Cleveland Clinic, Florida, PGA Golf Club, Trust Bridge, Kaiser University, and South Florida Ford. Louis stays and Morikawa up top. Dustin Johnson is in fourth behind at seven under. Guys, appreciate you. Stay safe. High school kids, summer's wrapping up. Get off those all-star teams. Start working out with your team again. It's time to get back into that locker room. Get back into that weight room. Top 63 is around the corner. The biggest event in high school sports. We're going to have it in person and streaming this year, so make sure you're following at ESPN Top 63 for all of the Top 63 information. You do not want to miss it this year. It is going to be a special one, and it's special because of you guys out there. So thank you for being a part of our ESPN West Palm team. You guys, the listeners, Hysteria will talk to you next week. I'll talk to you guys Monday, but again, we're here all weekend, so make sure you stay locked in to ESPN 106.3.